I wanted to show you a little part of uptown Chicago called Clifton Avenue. Back in the day when there was people leaving the city in urban decline, it became known as Blood Alley, which is a terrible name. And But it referred to the fact that it was a pretty cruel place. There was a lot of blood, literally and metaphorically. People came here uh, because there was drug houses, there was prostitution, there was homelessness. Just a lot of human misery. And um, one of the things that we know about Jesus's birth is that um, it was less than perfect. It was a lot like Blood Alley. Jesus came into a world. He was born into a world much like Blood Alley. It was not a world of hot meals and hospitals. It was a it was a world where most people went hungry most of the time. Most people were poor. Most people did not have a political voice. Most people were not well considered. And in fact, Jesus himself was born to uh, a teenage mom who was far from home, uh, cramped conditions. His first crib was a was a feeding trough for an animal. Um, and he came into a world with just a lot of human suffering. And yet his mother, Mary, when she got word that he was going to be born to her, she said this, the mighty one. Uh, he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. She recognized that Jesus Christ being born into the world was an act of mercy. It was an act of mercy. Now, mercy mercy is like the vaccine for human cruelty. For places like Blood Alley, where people are thrown back on their suffering and kept out Mercy is God's heart for people who are suffering. It's God's heart for, um, for all of us, whatever our suffering might be. Um, Jesus is that perfect expression um, of God's compassion for us, just so tangible. Um, compassion for us uh, when we're hungry, when we're, when we're out in the cold, and um, that it finds expression in ways that are, that are quite tangible. I've only been standing here a few minutes, but I'm cold. And, uh, you know, we just think about how cruel the winters can be for people in Chicago. Um, the people who don't have a house, the people who their safety net has, has fallen through and they find themselves shivering on a place like Clifton Avenue. I think about a woman named Mary who, not the mother of Jesus, Mary, a different Mary. Uh, she's got a son. He's 19. He has Down syndrome and severe nonverbal autism. Their safety net fell through and they didn't have any place to stay. And she needed to stay with him. He can't dress himself. He can't talk. So he totally depends on her. So to stay warm, they rode public transportation in Chicago all night for a couple of nights. And eventually they came here to Blood Alley, not for the cruelty, but because they heard about a place of mercy. Um, a place called Cornerstone Community Outreach. See, Jesus Christ came not just to be born in a place like Blood Alley, but to become king over a place like Blood Alley. He gave his life and he was resurrected so that he could begin to establish outposts of mercy um, so that people who were cold, hungry, and need a community could find a place of refuge. Mary and her son found a place of refuge. I want to take you inside that place of refuge right now.
So Mary and her adult son came here. They, they walked in through the doors of CCO and they were welcomed in as thousands of people are welcomed in every year, hundreds every day, to receive a warm meal, to receive a warm, safe night's sleep. And she was able to take care for him along the way. And then they were able to meet with a caseworker who helped get them connected to a long-term housing solution right here in Chicago. Um, they received mercy. They received the, the incredible welcome of Jesus through people who themselves had received mercy from Jesus. And um, this happens uh, every day here at Cornerstone. In fact, in 2019 alone, there were 70,000 meals served here. In 2019 alone, there were over 103,000 uh, good night's rests that were uh, enjoyed here at Cornerstone. Um, there were hundreds of people who got connected to long-term housing and even job training through the caseworkers here at Cornerstone. The truth is that it doesn't take a lot to lose our safety net and become in a place where we need a shelter. Um, you know, all it takes is for a pandemic to hit, for domestic violence uh, to become a reality for us, for a job loss, uh, for a death in the family. And before we know it, we need help. We need mercy. And cruelty says, ah, it's your fault. Your suffering's your fault. You know, figure it out on your own. Mercy says, no, bring your suffering in. I have mercy for you, for your needs. The truth is that we don't need to be homeless to need mercy. We don't need to be cold on the outside. We could just be cold on the inside, cold towards God, cold towards our neighbor. We don't have to be hungry on the outside physically to, uh, to need mercy. We might just be hungry on the inside spiritually, hungry for meaning, hungry for connection, hungry for life itself. We need mercy in all kinds of ways after the year 2020. Mercy for all the ways we've hurt people, the people we love. Mercy for the ways we've been hurt. Mercy for the pain and the dislocation of 2020. Mercy for all the injustice that's been revealed even before 2020. God, his heart for us is mercy. That's what we see in Jesus. Remember what Mary said. She said, his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. And that includes like our generation, our generation. There are people who fear God enough to walk through his doors of mercy and say, I need help. I need I need forgiveness. I need to be made right with God. I need to be made right with neighbor. I need to receive mercy uh, enough, not just for me, but to extend it to others. And he will answer that prayer. He, he actually invites us to bring all of our inadequacy and our need and our, and our, and our past failures. And he says, come on in, let me show you, receive my vaccine. Of mercy, receive a meal, receive connection, receive life itself in Jesus. So this Christmas season might be just a spiritual time where we take an inventory and go, have I actually ever walked through the doors of mercy? Maybe I've been on the outside of mercy, but have I actually ever said yes to King Jesus? Yes to his forgiveness, yes to his grace. And if you have never said yes, now's the time to do it. This is the season to walk through the doors and to ask him to lead you, to cover you, um, and to make you new. We're all gonna have a chance now to extend mercy together and um, by taking up an offering for Cornerstone Community Outreach. And so it only costs 
them. They figured out a way to to bring someone complete care for a day, including shelter, meals, and uh, coaching from a caseworker for $25 per person per day. Most of us could afford $25 to support that work. Um, if so, why not pitch in $25? But some of us can give more than $25. Some could give a lot more than $25. Um, let's extend mercy in a sacrificial way this morning. Let's extend mercy to Cornerstone Community Outreach, to everyone who comes through these doors. Um, and as we do, remember that the, the Mighty One has done great things for us. As holy is His name. His mercy is to those who fear Him from generation to generation.